Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks, episode number 201 to be exact, with me and my man, Mr. Front Row Kenny. How you doing, brother? Yo, what is happening? What's happening? Hope everyone's Man. doing good. How are you? Yeah, I, I hope everybody's doing good too. I hope everybody's doing way better than me and Kenny because me and Kenny were just talking right before the <laughs> podcast of how ridiculous our days are, specifically Mondays and Tuesdays. So, Kenny, you said your Tuesdays are are your are your worst days, right? The most jam packed days, like no matter what, <laughs> it's like nothing I can do about it until the off season. Once the off season comes, we, we're good, but. When the yeah. season's cranking, man, it's a, it's a whole lot going on. Yeah, just jam packed, <laughs> and you know, and 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 your Tuesdays is my Mondays, and because as as our our listeners know, my Mondays start so early because I I work at the surgery center all day, and then I come home, and after after about I don't know, Kenny. At least minimum a ten to twelve hour shift. I come here and and then I do the podcast. So it talk about exhausted. Then I pretty much have to get up the next day and, and go to work too. Now 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 the great thing is is that my Tuesdays aren't as bad, but trying to recover from a long day, Kenny, and then having to go back to work the next day, it's it's hard to recover. You know when you when you get older, and I know there's an age difference a little bit between me and you. <laughs> You know, when you get older, son, it's like, oh my God! It's like, you know, it, it'd be one thing if 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 I was drinking and partying, and then I had time to relax. You know what I mean? But it's uh, I, I, I I can't do that anymore either. You know what I mean? It's just, Man, <laughs> you know what you saying that just reminded me of one time in college. So I think this is my senior year. So I'm 21, right? I'm 21 years old, and this is my last homecoming that I was going to experience as an undergraduate, and I was also working for athletics. I think I can tell this story now because I'm four years, four or five years removed now. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, they, if, they're not, they're not going to come looking for you. <laughs> nah, I, shoot. I think I think I did them enough work. I think I can get, get by on this hey, one. But go. So we had a big – obviously, we have a big football game with Tuskegee for homecoming. So the football game is obviously one of the biggest things on that weekend. I was working that weekend. Now, mind you, like I said – Senior year of college, you know, I had to do a big, and I know anybody else out there, if you're doing your last year of college, and if it is regular, if it happens to be regular in this, you know, ever-changing world right now, live it up and enjoy it is what I will say. But also, for me, there was a party Friday night, all my homies were there, it was a couple people from, you know, that graduated that came out to, mm-hmm. you know, out to party and everything, I was like, hey man, I'm having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna have me a good time. Everybody had drinks. Everybody yeah, was, man. you know, all together. So I was like, man, you know what? I wake up in the morning, and I knew I had to get up at the ass crack of dawn just to be at the football field before everyone else. And you know what? I made it on time, and I was actually on air right after that. I think I did the, either the ha- the pregame show or whatever wow. it was, and everything still went fine. Like everything was fine. Like you could have never. So I was just happy. All I had to do was just the the opening show in the you know in the pregame. I mean not the pregame, the postgame show. I was glad out. That's all I had to get out the way. 
Because if I had to do play-by-play and color that day, I would have not been great. Well, <laughs> I, I can't even imagine. You'd probably, you probably would have started calling some other games. Not even the Man. same sport. You, no, you for real. You like talking that, about another another sport. <laughs> no, that's the thing that ran that ran through my head. I'm like, man, I hope everything just goes well. Now everything went well. Everything was cool. We made it through that day. And then on that Saturday night, that same Saturday night, went out as soon as the game was over, got dressed, party some more. Cause it was the last one. So hopefully at some point I can get back out to homecoming because I have not been in five years now, which is crazy. Obviously, we didn't have one last year due to the current pandemic that is still ongoing, just in case y'all don't know. Right. <laughs> at, at least until tomorrow. Apparently. Right. Uh, supposedly. And co- correct. And, you know, maybe it'll maybe it'll change tomorrow. Maybe it'll change on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Who knows? But, yeah, that did happen. But I got to ask you, how was your weekend? Because mine's was pretty frantic in terms of looking around for apartments but i still don't think it tops yours so you can tell me how your weekend went oh yeah well my my weekend actually was was quite entertaining meaning kenny i i was able to get back on stage for most of the weekend which was which was actually really a lot of fun it was just a lot of fun to to and to just to be back on stage kenny I can't tell you, and and I've been on stage before, but like doing this, the this these many shows during the week, and then leading up to the weekend, it felt like, it felt like old times again. And and the reason I say that is because Tuesday I had a show, I had a show Tuesday night at one of the local clubs here in L.A. Fast forward to Thursday, me and a couple of other comedians drove up to Lake Havasu. And I did a did a bar gig up there, which was pretty interesting. It was actually probably one of the worst bar gigs I've done in a very long time. But it was so much fun because I completely forgot <laughs> how fun sometimes bar gigs can really be. And it was it wasn't that packed. It was it was full around the bar area. It was a, it, and it was a small bar. The bar only sold uh, wine and beer, and and that's kind of tough only because most people when they come into the bars, as far as like and and watch comedy shows, uh, a lot of them drink hard liquor too. You know what I mean? So and at least I do. <laughs> no, but, I, I'm with I'm with you. Last comedy show I went to, I did. So yeah, I don't feel so, bad. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, yeah, sure. You, people drink beer and pe- like people like to sip on wine, you know. But usually, when you're watching a comedy show, I don't care where it is. People usually like to drink hard liquor. I don't know why, but I I I mean that's always been my experience. And anytime I've done a a gig in a setting in a bar where it's just wine and beer it's it's the vibe is just different you know what i mean yeah although although there is one bar that that only does wine and beer in temecula that a buddy of mine puts on and then that's actually rally that's actually probably probably one of the best best ones i've ever done anyway mm. but and in any case lake havasu bar gig a lot of fun you know just a lot of interaction with the crowd and the next the very next day i I come back to LA and I do an, an an actual top A comedy room, which was the Laugh Factory that's in Long Beach, not the Hollywood one, but the one that they have in Long Beach, and that was a lot of fun. I got to host that show with a lot of good comedians on that show, Kenny, and it was just, it was, it was the grind. You know what I mean? Going here, driving there, driving back, have another show. You know what I mean? It was. It was the constant grind, and I miss that, Kenny. I'll tell you what I don't miss 
as um, <laughs> you, you know being in <laughs> excuse me being in in the entertainment industry is all the drinking afterwards or during the show and you know what I mean it, it's you know because you wake up the next day and you're just like oh man this, you know like I kind of enjoyed the pandemic you know <laughs> Yeah, it gave it gave you a little bit of a break. I, I get the back to normalcy thing though. I completely understand where you're coming from because the first yeah. time I went back to the track in two years, I was like, "Damn, really back?" <laughs> yeah, like this is real. Like it's actually happening. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, it's because it's one thing, uh, it, you know, because during the pandemic, I went back working in the hospitals full time, so it wasn't like I could just stay at home like like my other friends who yeah. either lost their job or didn't have a job and are sitting at home and they're drinking and I like I don't have time you know to be drunk and buzzed by you know 9 10 30 in the morning I, I have to be at work like at 7 and and then I got to work all day come home I'm exhausted then I go to bed and then I you know I'm in bed by like you know 8 30 9 o'clock and then I gotta do it all over again the next day but 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 going into this this lifestyle again, man, it's rough. And I'm like, your body just goes, hey, dude, you know what? You're 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 older. And like I said, I'm gonna be 48 in in, in two weeks. So you know, my body tries to remind me of that, Kenny. So <laughs> other than that, that was my weekend. I got to I got to really relax on Saturday. I didn't do much, and then Sunday, man, I, I just I I rested and and went in and out of naps all day, but got to go in and out of the race. So other than that, so how was your weekend in general, just overall? Because you said you were looking for an apartment. Did you find one? Yeah, so I think I found one I really liked and got the application in. So hopefully all that, you know, finishes through and can get this move going. Because to be honest with you, I would love for that to happen. Then I would love to get to July because I need to take a vacation at some point because the second half of the season is getting ready to come. So there's a lot happening. My team actually that goes out to each track i kick it back off in august at watkins glen so i'm the first one back so a little bit of nerves not gonna lie to you just a, a tad bit of nerves because i want to get everything right but you know we're gonna make it happen <laughs> good 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 just just real quick as one thing about the apartment you know because this is this was always a this was always a deal sealer for me did did the did it come with a, a washer and dryer in the unit Man, you know what? Let me tell you something. Just as you say that, in the last three years, me and you always end up picking the same driver <laughs> on the predictions and then thinking the same on the must-haves in the apartment. You cannot make this up. <laughs> Lay it on me. Like, that is one of the most important things, to have an in-unit washer and dryer. Like, literally. You, you, you literally can't make it up. <laughs> So it had that, which is great. Girlfriend taught me that, by the way. It's it's crucial. Like Like, it's so crucial. Everything else is like, everything else is cool, but that right there makes a world of a difference, man. Like, (laughs) and then and then on top of that, where you don't have to like rent it because I know some places you can get one. And you got to pay like a month. And the next thing you know, you realize you're paying like $600 a month a year. I mean, $600 yeah. a year off yeah. of renting one from your complex. I'm like, man, that's man. crazy. Nah, I ain't doing that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we, me and you on the same page with that. So, 100% agree on that. Trust and believe me. That's all I wanted to know is I had a, a in, in washer unit. That's it. I, yeah. I'm not really tripping about everything else. Just give me enough. Yeah, there give you me, go. You know, so yeah, hopefully that goes through. <laughs> I will keep the uh, podcast folks updated, but I know 
folks probably want to hear some NASCAR talk. I tell you what, you you were you you were right about about picking the same drivers a lot of times because last week I think we both picked Bowman and Blaney we did. at some point, maybe maybe vice versa in the way that we picked them. However, they did actually really well. So if you want to run down that that top ten for us, that that to start it off, let's let's do that. Yeah, it's crazy. We did pick the same drivers last week because I did play Blaney and Bowman, and that's crazy. But we did go back to your home state for the All-Star Race, which is different. For the last two years, the All-Star Race has been in two different locations other than Charlotte. The only other time in history that it ever was at a different location was one of the first ones in Atlanta, and that was the old Atlanta, not even the one that we currently see today. So. You know, that's different, and a lot of people have different things to say, but we'll talk a little bit more about that later as I give you guys a top 10. It should be obvious at this point in time. Kyle Larson won the All-Star Race. Hendrick Motorsports has shifted back to 2007 where they are just absolutely dominating everything, and even the races don't don't necessarily count, except for the bank. That was a million dollars in the bag. (laughs) Well, $900,000 in the bag for Kyle Larson for winning the race. But Chase Elliott, his teammate, ended up winning the 100000 for the fastest yeah. pit crew. So Hendrick Motorsports, regardless, came on on top with a million dollars leaving out of Texas, which is insane. But, yes, it was a very star-studded day for the Hendrick boys. Kyle Larson obviously winning the race. Second place, Brad Keselowski, who almost passed yep. Kyle Larson at the end. But Kyle just had just a little bit more car than he did. And he ended up passing him right back, and he took home the checker flag. But Brad was pretty stunned by that. You know, he almost kept, you know, not too many words for it. He just mm-hmm. literally said, damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, that's all you can say about uh, Hendrick right now. They are on an absolute tear. But in fourth place, Joey, Lega- Joey Logano came home in fourth place. Ryan Blaney came home in fifth. Alex Bowman came home in sixth. William Byron came home in seventh. Eric Almarola came home in 8th, Ninth was Kyle Busch, and his brother came home in 10th, Kurt Busch. So, as you can see, the entire top 10 had every single Hendrick Motorsports driver. So, obviously, yeah, Kyle Larson, 1st, Chase Elliott, 3rd, <laughs> Alex Bowman and William Byron, 6th and 7th, respectively. They all had a great day. I, I mean, I don't know how you have any complaints walking out yeah, of that and, one. And, that, I mean, that... and, and looking and. and... And here's the crazy thing, too. Kenny is, uh, look at the opposites. A second, Brad Keselowski. Fourth, Joey Logano. Fifth, Ryan Blaney. Those oh, wow. Three, yeah, you know what I mean? And you got the whole Pinsky crews there. I mean. Man, that's strange. I didn't even, I didn't even pick up on that until you just said that. That is kind of strange. Wow. Yeah. So you got all three. <laughs> so you get all three of the guys, and then and you then get the all Bush four of the others. Round out nine and ten? Come on. You can't. You can't even script that. <laughs> This this, this is the way the season has been going, Kenny. (laughs) Yeah, it has been a very interesting season. And, I mean, Hendrick obviously has been the dominating factor. They are literally – they're just on top of their game. At this point, it's just going to be a matter of finishing the entire season because, you know, some people can probably question have they peaked too soon or have they peaked at the right time because if you look at the playoffs – all four drivers are locked in. They all have a win, yeah. if not multiple wins. So they're set. Like, they're good to go. Yeah. They don't have much to worry about at this point. So Kyle Larson and Alex Bowman both got more than one win. William Byron's already got a win. Chase Elliott's got a win. So 
you're you got all four of your cars locked into what it what appears to be the first round, which is coming up quicker than what a lot of people will realize as we approach the summer months, which can be very long, but also at the same time it is not long to go when it comes to getting to the playoffs. So Yeah. You know, effectively as we approach Pocono, we'll be at the halfway mark of the season. So there it is right there. We've got a long way to go, but also a short time to get to the playoffs. And the you know playoff spots are becoming very, very, very sparse at the moment, you know. So it is yeah. it is not easy. But, you know, Renee, if you look right now at the playoffs and you think about some of the guys that aren't currently in, you know, or that are barely in, you know, who who do you think could get a win randomly with, between these next couple races? God, man, you know, well, I mean, based upon the way that that I think this season has been going, I, I would I would never count like Ryan Newman just to come out of nowhere and get a win. I mean, I could like. Like I would be surprised, but I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? You know, I, I and I, I, I love Matty D. This is this is like my hidden gem. This guy, <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it is about Matt De, De Benedetto, but you know, I really like this guy, and and I, I would like to see Matty get 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 in. I, I'd like to see him get a win to get in. But yeah, I think Ryan Newman would probably be one, and and maybe even gosh. Boy, there's there's so, there's so many names. I would love to see Bubba get in there. You know, I God, man, it just the, I, there's so many good drivers that are that that are on the outside looking in. But yeah, I I I probably have to say either Ryan Newman probably be be that one guy that I could see that would just get a win out of the blue to get in. I don't know what who you thinking, Kenny. Man, you know what? Because of what is coming up, and obviously the season closes out in August, or the regular season closes out in August at Daytona. I realistically, and he's won there more than once. I could see Ricky Stenhouse Jr. somehow, some way, making it on the final day of the regular season at Daytona. <laughs> he, I, I still remember the year he won two races, and it just shocked me. It shocked me beyond I measure. That. What, what year was that was that oh man i think that was 2017 i think it was two yeah i think it was 17 and he won a daytona i was there for that one and he also won at talladega that year and if you had put on my bingo card was he gonna win two races in one year yeah i was it wouldn't have existed but you know at that moment he did and he's a very aggressive driver at the super speedways and it's gonna be Really interesting, actually, to see how all these drivers also react to the rule change for the super speedways. Because coming up, they are reducing the speed just a tick, just for safety purposes. And I don't think that's a bad thing either. No, no, no. Of, I, don't, I don't think so either, yeah, Kenny. I don't think it's bad because if if I'm going by nostalgia, and for a lot of people that you know love their early 2000s plate racing, or I guess now taper spaces, or taper spacers, but that's what you're going to get. They weren't necessarily all going 200. They're probably going around 180 to 190-ish, somewhere around that you know realm right, of speed. Right. So I don't think it'll be a bad thing. I hope it can create, you know, people can legitimately pass. You know, I know now there are runs that people get. And when a run happens, there is no stopping. That train is, like, if you have a car on a train track 
and the, if you want to look at the train and you see the car, man, and you trying to get out of the way, that train's not going to stop. He might put his brakes on, yeah, but it's not going to yeah. stop. All that momentum is going to keep going. And that's essentially <laughs> that's essentially how it looks at a super speedway race right now. It's just that you get so much momentum from when you build it up with a couple cars, you just have to go. And if someone gets pushed out the way, which we have seen happen, and it has led to some pretty crazy wrecks, like with Joey Logano's, for example, we've had some crazy ones. So it can lead up to that. But, you know, other than that, Ricky Stenhouse has won. Matt Benedetto as well. I feel like he is just that close. And I know a lot of right? people want him to do it. I feel like at Talladega, he was just that close, just did not get it this year yeah. or last year. Same thing at Bristol a few years ago. He was just that close. Denny Hamlin decided to say, you know what? Nope. I'm going to take this from you. Sorry about yeah. that, young buck. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, but, man. yeah, you know, it's it's been pretty crazy, you know, all year long once you really break down all of the all the winners we've had so far. I mean, just think about it. We've got 12 different winners so far this season and through 16 races. That's pretty crazy. Um, definitely on the cusp of being one of the more competitive seasons across the board. So it, it'll be interesting to see how everything shakes down because, I mean, if you just think about it, the yeah. races – it, it's it's getting to the point where look if you don't have it if you don't have it <laughs> you're on the outside looking in and you better yeah. see next year with a new new car but you know yeah. it'll be uh interesting to see how everything else pans out for the rest of the year yeah and uh, you know what i want to ask um all the all turns no breaks podcast listeners if if you have an an, an idea of what driver you think on the outside looking in could just roll off a last minute win or two to get in let us know who that is and you can over us your answers on our social media across the board at turns no breaks once again that's across the board at turns no breaks and you let us know who you think could possibly sneak their way in in a last minute win you know kenny i, I for for the most part i i, I like the race I, I i thoroughly enjoyed it you know what i mean I, there wasn't there was a time where i kind of like was was snooze doozling a little bit, you know, but that was only because I was still tired from the from the the other two days of being we out. Just, we just gonna blame it on that. That's it's all good. We just gonna we just gonna blame it on that. Um, yeah, but I but I like the race. I mean, well, you know, it's it's it, it, it was in my home uh, state of Texas, so uh, you know, I, I I had an extra incentive of what to watch because of that anyway. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. You know, it was it's all star race. It's always going to be the most different event that you get out of a season with the yeah. six rounds, which was very interesting. The invert, a lot of people like that. I'm actually a big fan of the invert. I've watched yeah, it happen. Too. I watched it happen on the local levels, and I actually enjoy it. And the funniest thing, Raja Carew, who is a driver in the NASCAR Diversity team with Rev Racing, he mentioned that hey, you know, the invert's cool. I, that's how I won one of my races at one point. So I'm like, well, hey, you know, that's coming from an actual driver saying that. Yeah. And yeah. So, I mean, it's I think it's pretty neat, especially for, you know, the all-star race. I think it shouldn't resemble what is, you know, the norm. It's just like when I watch the NBA all-star game, the way they're playing in that game is never going to happen in a regular season game, which is yeah, fine. Absolutely. You know, it's all good and fun. I mean, I can even almost stretch baseball just a tad bit. You know, some of the yeah. stuff they do is way, way more relaxed and not as on edge as they would be for a regular game and same thing nhl and it, it is cool and i think that's the beauty of all-star races so with that being said it makes me point to the question and a lot of fans said the same thing you know where would you want to have another all-star race this is two years in a row we've had it in a different venue i know obviously the pandemic was a large part of yeah. why that even happened but at the same token you know it leaves fans wondering you know where else could we go i mean jordan uh, Jordan Bianchi said the same thing from The Athletic recently. 
and he had a couple different tracks on there. The one I was actually in favor of is actually Eldora. I think it would be different. It's on, on dirt, some cool, something random. I could go with that. I could go with that, but I'll be honest with you. I could go right here in Fontana, down the street from where I live. <laughs> hey, it might be cool because you know, you know what? Now that I think about it, down to Fontana, Kenny, I'll be fine with that. <laughs> hey, Fontana actually would be a pretty cool one because, well, next year obviously is the last race in the Big Oval, and then the year after that it'll be a short oval or right. a short track so hey you know i say why not mix it up dude yeah I, I, i'm cool with it you know rotating if that you know does become the norm i think that's a i think that's a pretty cool thing and i think people will enjoy it once it mixes up because i feel like a lot of people have asked a long time well it's been in charlotte for you know 20 some plus years yeah. it has had its moments no doubt but you know I guess people want to see something different. I guess you could, you know, look at any other all-star event in any other stick and ball sport. They go to different venues every year. Sometimes they repeat every once in a while. Sometimes they don't go back to one. Like, I wish, dear NBA, I would love for y'all to go back to D.C. That'd be lovely. Has not been to D.C. since I was like five. So, hey, bring it back. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize that. Oh, man. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, it at the dirt track either. I, I think that would be cool. But, you know, it, it, these these all-star races, games, whatever it is, they, they're, they're always going to go to, to a, a place and and you, you're you either going to really, really like it or you're going to go, okay, yeah, see, uh, we should never do that again. See, you know, so yeah, some I people gonna just, love and hate it. Yeah, you know, yeah, it don't matter yeah. what you do. Absolutely, that that that's my point. Some people <laughs> are gonna love it. Some people are gonna hate it. But yeah, I mean, as far as my my answer, I would I would love to see it here in Fontana, that way I don't have to go too far. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's just me in my head of of traveling, and I I, I don't really care to travel as much, uh, at least these days. But I, I know, you know, once this world starts to open back up a little bit more, especially here in Los Angeles, California, for Christ's sake, maybe I'll 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 get up to traveling the country a little bit more. So, uh, <laughs> in, in any case, we can. Uh, so let's see what what else is hot in motorsports, Kenny, or we can we can even look at the playoff the playoff uh, and what it's looking uh, like heading into Nashville. Yeah, I, I know now the playoffs going into Nashville. It like I was saying a little bit earlier, it's. You know, pretty cut and cut through. Obviously, the twelve that have won the races are in, but the folks that have, you know, not necessarily won a race. When you look at Kevin Harvick, Chris Buescher, Tyler Reddick, Austin Dillon, they're the guys that are currently in on points. And at the moment, Kevin Harvick's been consistent enough for the point where he probably will, you know, stay even without winning. I mean, he has eleven top tens this season, four top fives. I think he should be A-OK in that regard. I don't think he sh- I, I really don't see him missing the playoffs unless the summer just goes to, you know, absolute hell for that team. If it goes like that, then it may not be in their favor. I think Chris Buescher as well is one that Cam potentially points himself in. I feel like that team has slowly but surely picked up. That 17 team has showed some pace, obviously winning a stage back at Homestead, which is good for them. Tyler Reddick, same thing. They've shown consistency. Eight top tens for the young driver. It's been good. been a good season. Um, same thing yeah. with his teammate, six top six top tens for him as well. They, they've had solid finishes. It's just that they just looking for that one last thing, which is obviously a win. A win guarantees you in at this point in time because we don't have 16 winners just yet. Now, if we get to that point, we're talking a whole different ballgame. So, I mean, hey, realistically, 
if you think about it in four races potentially you could have that not saying that's a hundred percent possibility but it is you know it can happen so that's where things you know shake and move but right right you know so we'll we'll have, we'll have to see going to nashville it's also going to be a fun time in nashville because that is the first time we are going to nashville in the cup series the xfinity and the truck series both that's right. um, came went there in 2011 so It'll be cool. I mean, they've is done that, it is nicely. That the last time? Is that the last time that it was there? Yeah, 2011 for the trucks in Xfinity. They used to go there every year as a standalone yeah. most of the time, or I sometimes they had a, Kenny, a dual I weekend. Realize, I, Kenny, I didn't realize it was it been that long. Uh, I, man, I didn't, I didn't think it was that long. God, dog, I didn't, it didn't feel that, it didn't feel I, that I way either. I'm that you're lying. I'm just saying I didn't realize it was that long. <laughs> no, I thought the same because when they got announced last summer, I'm like, man, has it really been 10, you know, 10 odd years since we've been back to Nashville? Because I remember watching those races on usually Saturday night for Infinity, and I remember the Sam Bass guitar. Unfortunately, Kyle Busch smashed one, and that, you know, people were pretty pissed at the time about that, but (laughs) I think think the young man has grown up quite a bit, so. Well, well, at least we hope so. (laughs) I think think he's grown up quite a bit. I'm sure he's got a little bit of a a softer spot because he's got kids now, so, yeah, you know, I mean, he has a kid now, so, yeah, Yeah. I'm sure he's a little bit different, but, yeah, first time for – Xfinity and trucks since 2011, and it'll be the first time for Cup. We're also getting practice this weekend, so there goes some normalcy back into the uh, NASCAR world. So that'll, you know, settle down and qualifying as well to add. So That's yeah, right. it, it should be a fun weekend. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It's been a while since Nashville's obviously been on the schedule. I used to run it on a simulator a long time ago. And I have yet to do it in a while, but Nashville was a very interesting track. I was talking to my buddy Don Trey earlier, and he was racing it on iRacing on the stream. And I asked him, I'm like, how does it drive? Because I couldn't remember. And he says, just imagine a bigger a bigger Iowa, but it's concrete. And I'm like, okay. So it's probably got some character, got a, you know bumps in the track since it's been there for a long time. So yeah, it should be a pretty good race. I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, actually, I can say it's Renee. It's Father's Day weekend, so you know, early happy Father's Day to you. That's um, right. That's you got anything planned for the weekend? Thank you so much. Actually, believe it or not, I do not have that much, at least any Father's Day plans. Only because Kenny and and as our listeners know that that you know my my family is back home in Texas, so this is what is this is. What I am going to do is my, my, my friends are, are going to have like a celebration for my birthday uh, on the 19th this coming Saturday. Oh, okay. And I'm just going to take it easy the next day, Sunday, uh, because I'm actually the following, the following weekend, the 25th, 26th, I am going to fly back home to Texas to see my father in San Antonio on Friday. He's, he's, my dad's a musician as well, and I think my... Let's see. Yeah, he's, yeah. I, I think I'm, I made, I was. I thought I made a mistake, but yeah, he's playing that Friday. I think it's 25th, and I, I'm sure most of our listeners know if they didn't know already that my dad um, is a musician and and he's still playing like he's 20 years old. And it's my, my that's what, that's, dude. It's what my dad's been doing his entire. That's awesome. Life. Yeah, so I'm going to go down there, uh, see him play uh, at a festival there in San Antonio. Also, you know, hang out with him for, you know, a late Father's Day. My brother from Dallas is going to drive in, and uh, we're all going to be My son's going to come up and, and meet me there in San Antonio from Houston. 
So, we, you know, we're all going to be there together, man, enjoying birthdays and late Father's Days. So that weekend after the 20, after that Friday, driving up to Houston with my son so I can see my, my, my mom and my stepdad and, uh, and, and then see my other brothers that live there in Houston as well. So it's going to be a, a family affair that, that in, in two weeks. That's when I awesome. go back home to Texas, brother. Yeah, man. So uh, it's going to be kind of a, a, a low-key kind of a Father's Day weekend for me. But the following weekend, it, it's going to make up for it. We're going we're gonna to all make up for it, you know, for not being able to be together on the actual Father's Day. So, And then my, my birthday's that Tuesday. So I can't wait, man. It's going to be an interesting <laughs> two weeks. But yeah, man. Exactly right. It's just this is this is Rene Garcia lifestyle already taken off again. See what I mean, man? It's crazy. And and don't get me started once I start to go to back to Vegas because uh, <laughs> oh man, it's it's over by it. <laughs> well, since we're talking about Vegas, I guess that is actually a perfect segue and. <laughs> Into our predictions that we do every week. So, with that being said, it is time for some predictions. It's time for race predictions. Yeah, but we are, now we are going to Nashville, correct? Yes, sir. All right, Nashville. Here we go. You know what? Just because we were talking about this earlier in the podcast, man. A part of me wants to pick Ricky Stenhouse Jr. just because we just said it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but I'm not gonna go <laughs> I'm not gonna go there just yet. So where I am gonna go though, Kenny, is I am gonna go with Chase Elliott. My man Chase is I think he's due. I think he's I think this this is the one that, that he'll probably come out ahead. I see Chase Elliott in victory lane. And for my alternative pick, I'm actually going to go with Brad Kislowski. Uh, I, I like Brad in this one as well. So I'm going to go with Chase Elliott as my main pick. And my alternative pick, I'm going to go with the number two car, Brad Kislowski. Those are my picks, and I'm sticking with him, Kenny. What do you, what do you say? Man, that's not bad at all, honestly. I don't think that's too bad. So, like Renee said, we are going to Nashville Super Speedway. First time since 2011. So, that's pretty huge. I'm yeah. pretty excited for the weekend. But for my picks, I'm actually going to go with the man who won on concrete earlier this year. I'm going with Alex Bowman, who won at Dover, which was a pretty big win for him. So, I think that's a, a pretty easy pick in my eyes. And then for my alternative pick, I'm actually going to go with William Byron, who came home fourth at Dover. So I feel like those boys are pretty good on concrete as well. I don't know what it is about it, but they somehow, some way, have figured it out. But those are my picks. I'm sticking to them. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Those are Kenny's picks. Those are my picks. What say you fans of All Turns No Breaks? Let us know. Hit us up on our social media and let us know who you think is going to win. And uh, please hit us up on our social media and let us know at Turns No Breaks across the board. Again, that's at Turns No Breaks. And let us know who your pick is. Let us know who your alternative pick is. Once again, we always uh, appreciate you supporting All Turns No Breaks podcast. If you know anybody uh, that loves NASCAR just as much as we do, just as much as you do, let them know that this podcast is for fans by fans. For Kenny and myself, we always appreciate you tuning in and supporting this particular podcast. Thank you so much. Take care of each other. Happy 
Father's Day to all you fathers out there. Hope you have a safe and wonderful weekend with your family. Please be safe. Wear a mask if you want to wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, just please be safe no matter what you do. For Kenny and myself, we wish you a goodbye, and we will see you next week on another episode of All Turns and No Breaks. See y'all. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Front row Kenny out. Thanks so much for tuning in. All right.